Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. What is that? The future of radio, you jabronis. Coming to you live at the time from Fabulous <laughs> Studio B in Bradenton, Florida, it's New Jabroni Pro Wrestling with me, Daniel Salorzano, and once again, Bonesaw. Ooh, Bonesaw is ready. Oh, yeah. So, so ready. Um, right on his mark. So, so now, uh, B-Block action, the first night of B-Block action, and uh, overall, what did you think? It was the first morning of B-Block action. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Very important distinction. <laughs> that eggs and bre- eggs and bacon for breakfast. <laughs> I thought I thought it was a, it was a good night. It was, this was more of a uh, this was more of a, a wrestling match night, and that's even saying that with uh, Toriano on the card, in <laughs> a delightful cl- comic relief. Oh man, that. Uh... <laughs> well, let's uh, let's get into it because that. Oh man, that match was so great! But uh, we'll we'll just uh we'll just start going into it, and uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, so uh, first first match of the night uh was oh, let me look at my right notes here. Uh, Juice Robinson and Shingo Takagi. Uh, I thought it was a very hitty affair, just lot lots of lots of hitting. Um, and then it took a little while for that match for the ball to start rolling, and then. Man, did it start rolling? Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I don't know much about either of these guys, so I, I'm assuming that they're like equal in stature as far as like card level goes. So I kind of just put this as a, a equal footing affair, where each guy had a fair shot at it. And yeah, I, you know, I, I with the way Juice Robinson dresses, is named, ring gear, uh, just general style. I always expect him to be a little flashier in his in his in his game and i i was a little surprised in the couple matches i have seen of him because he's a wrestler just a standard wrestler i don't mean that in a bad way right well i mean whoa juice is styling (laughs) 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 which is which is a bit of a stretch i thought um i mean yeah to to my understanding well he he used to have the big dreadlocks and he he is always just dressed very flamboyantly and even Mm -hmm. his uh his uh tron video says flamboyant on it too so i I, uh i think that we're sort of in the this newer he's transitioning into whatever he's transitioning into okay so it's I, i i thought it was i thought it was a fine match um Ooh, when he when he whiffed that first cannon. Well, I mean, he didn't whiff the first cannonball. Just uh, mm-hmm. uh, Shingo got out of the way of that first cannonball. Mm-hmm. I thought that looked really just gnarly and grisly. I was a big yeah, fan that of did. that that spot. That did. I liked the uh, I liked on the outside of the ring early on the uh, that DDT that Takagi gave to to Juice. And Juice just Juice just sold it like a ton of bricks. It just went down flat. It was it was good. Yeah, that that was a good one. Uh, and uh, also the uh, 
when he uh, when he went for that that wheel, you usually usually see when someone like jumps into a into a wheelbarrow position and then they end up doing like a weird like roll up or doing whatever. He he hopped into that wheelbarrow position and then Juice just fucking suplexed him while he had him in mm-hmm. a wheelbarrow. I was like, that mm-hmm. that's good. That is a good good move. I've never seen anyone do that before, so mm-hmm. uh, I I was a big fan of it. Juice is styling. Yeah, <laughs> styling so hard. Um and uh. They they got ice bags after the match. They did. <laughs> so we're 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 back in Japan now. By the way, yeah, this is uh, yeah. from the Ota General Gymnasium. <laughs> etiquette is etiquette is alive and well in Japan. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I thought that was a, you know, I th- I thought that was a fine match. I thought uh, great great opener for the uh, w- uh once again. I didn't watch any of the opening matches, so as far as as far as I'm concerned, uh, it was a fine opening match. I agreed. I was smart. I, I this time I just kind of scanned every few minutes to see what the frame looked like. If there was anything super exciting that it clearly couldn't miss, there wasn't. I went yeah. So I started with this one, and I was happier for it. Oh, uh, you you did so much more than I did. I uh, only stopped on frames to uh, see people that weren't uh, in the G1 proper. So I mm-hmm. I just immediately skipped through every single bit of it. Exactly. And you, you know what? I bet if we did have the time to sit down and watch all of those opening matches, I, I'm sure they're just chocked full of fun. They, yeah, they're not, they're not sucker matches for sure. There's stuff happening, and I know that they're advancing the story. So that's why I watched it last time. It's just as I'm trying to get into this, I'm trying to watch those matches because I guess that's how they do the storytelling. They tell it through these six man tag matches. So I'm told. Yeah. So all right. Yeah, I may- just wanted to see how that works out because if I'm gonna follow this, I gotta figure out how to follow the the story action of it, not just the matches. Yeah. The good good point. Um. I, I I didn't think that maybe that might be the case, so I, I, maybe I'll start maybe I'll start watching those matches. At the same time, though, it, they they tell it the simple stories, so you, you maybe don't have to. You maybe just have to accept that. Oh, well, if these two have a program going, then clearly they scuffled one time in a six man tag match and decided that they needed to up the fight to another level. Uh, Bonesaw, I am a simple man, and simple's what I need. It's, it's, it's simple's fine for me. I'm fine with that too. <laughs> All right, uh, so. Speaking of a match that'll, uh, nah, just kidding. That was not a good transition. Uh, <laughs> the next, the next match was a uh, John Moxley versus Taichi. Uh, Taichi's, uh, in his his whole uh, intro was ludicrous. Uh, I, I, I loved it. <laughs> I, not only does he look like he's straight out of Soul Calibur, his music sounds like Soul Calibur arena music too. And I just expected, ready yourself for a battle across time. <laughs> the Soul Calibur is a sword that has been passed down through the generations. <laughs> uh, I I like the uh, look on Miho Abe's face while she was just wait, like just kind of looking up towards the heavens. Mm-hmm. Uh, in contrast. John Moxley had a shameful crowd entrance. <laughs> Is that just because he got punched in the face? <laughs> no, I just I know that you hate crowd entrances. <laughs> so I, I I feel that perhaps I should take on your hatred of them as well. I, I, I think I was always like ambivalent about it, but your hatred has just brought me to be like, uh <laughs> If this continues, yes. It's the first time I'm seeing him do it. I'm sure he's done it before, so I'm gonna start hating it really soon. Yeah. It's... However, Tai Chi wasn't waiting around for that bullshit and immediately like came into the crowd and blasted. And I was like, okay, this is fine. That's why it's a bad idea. Put yourself <laughs> at such a disadvantage. 
Uh, any, anything about that match jump out at you at all? Yeah, the fact that John Moxley took the the young lion whose ass he beat at Dominion, uh, Shoto Umino, and made him carry his belt to the ring for him. <laughs> <laughs> While I'm, also wearing one of his shirts. I'm probably pretty sure that's his young boy. <laughs> oh, is that that's how it works? They get Padawans? Uh, yeah, uh, they, I mean, they they definitely do. I I I think at least the the upper guys have uh, like have young boys. So mm-hmm. I that it's just a guess. I can't say for okay. certain, but that that makes sense. Cause cause also it's like, hey, I'm gonna you know like. I'm going to give you this match and just really blast you. But like, you know, if he's the guy that's training you, then, you know, like that's, Mm -hmm. you know, that's who you're going to want to work in the ring or whatever. So that, so that makes sense. It does. (laughs) But But at some point he said, you're following me and you carried my belt (laughs) and he had to do it. I, I, you've got a good eye for the continuity there. Um, I, I immediately just, maybe, maybe I just didn't pay a super lot of attention to when Moxley was, uh, uh, wrestling that guy the first time around but there was no reason to pay attention for some reason I, that was the first time i've ever seen a young lion and seen his name on the screen and i said i'm gonna remember that for some reason <laughs> and then they said his name again so it triggered it immediately for me you did it for this very moment yes yes it's for the notes we do our homework ladies and gentlemen <laughs> so uh yeah let, let me let me see uh what else happened oh you know what i didn't even say anything about what happened in the uh the uh first match uh that was a, a victory for juice robinson by the way i'm doing bad at my, at my job because i mean i got wrapped up in the ice bags and then forgot to say you know who needed the most ice bags <laughs> exactly um taichi needed ice bags after that match as uh john moxley sent him home to mommy with a rolling ddt <laughs> Yeah, it was a, it was an aggressive match. Uh, I think we had a we had a rock bottom through the table. I, I, I exactly wrote rock bottom through the table. <laughs> I wrote rock bottom, rock bottom. Uh, uh, and then after he did that, uh, blowing a kiss to Miho Abe made me laugh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that when is that when she quivered and just like disgust? Yeah, because she, she was just on the outside. <laughs> she was like, uh, uh. um. I, I, another another thing that I really liked that happened in that match. Um, I always like when somebody blasts someone with a chair by throwing it at them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that was great. That that chair just thrown right in that dude's face. Yeah, good use of the chair so far in this in this tournament. Nothing nothing standard after Folly's baseball attack. <laughs> Uh, it's still, it's still yeah, in my mind. Oh uh, yeah, it was, it, it was, it was great. I really like that. I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm kind of interested to, uh, to, to see, Folly in action across this thing. He's going up against uh, Lance Archer tomorrow. So okay, so that's that's the that that's the test for me. If I can, hand, that's going to be the big hoss. Uh, oh yeah, that, that's oof. yeah, that's like a big. That's big got hoss potential match. for me to be bored. <laughs> We're gonna see. Hey, speaking of board, did you know that a close countout has never added drama ever, ever in, in the history of time? <laughs> so, I I feel like that's got to be a leftover WWE reflex. Um, like he was he was selling his back, okay, which is which is fine. Uh, but I was like, okay, you've got plenty of time to get to that ring, like. They're, they're counting you out. You don't have to wait until the last. There's no way that it's going to take you that long to get to the ring. And then he just, like, kept falling over and, like, doing whatever. And he hopped back in at the last second. And, yeah, that, uh, thank you for reminding me of that. That kind of bugged me a little bit. 
I don't I don't think it's a WWE reflex from just Moxley because I mean I've been going back this past week and watching a few matches a few years past and they people do it like all sorts of people across the promotion do it it seems like it's just a thing everybody does sometimes which I, I get if it's a it's a rest so that's fine but uh, okay yeah just go go, go do a headlock or something like I'll take a rest hold. <laughs> I it do, just drives me nuts. Do, I know you're going to get in the ring. Do some more cardio so you don't have to take as many rests. Yeah, how about you, that? You professional athletes, paycheck. you. <laughs> I, so I, I say as I'm eating ice cream right now <laughs> while we're recording. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah, it's – yeah, pe- people do it. it, it it's whatever. Mm. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's it sells more to me if they're – now is a good time to do those kind of things. Um, if if someone is only trying to like blast through all of these matches in a tournament, mm-hmm. then I say if you think you're if you could sell to me that you think you're in a position to take a count out victory, then do it. Which is which is one thing that always just really annoys the living piss out of me uh, in WWE. Because they they're like they they have their baby faces do this thing where it's like oh well he's he's not gonna take the count out victory mm-hmm. it's like why you're a stupid champion <laughs> like it means you beat the shit out of the guy so badly that he could not get to his feet and get back to you yeah you are manlier than he is I never never understood that yeah. and I I always thought that if I were a professional wrestler I like I I would. I would present myself like, okay, well, s- sell me. What what are you as a professional wrestler? I'd be like, okay, it breaks down to five bullet points. Um, one of them is going to be that I... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to blank it out here. That I would... Uh... Hips that don't, don't quit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh god, I did not come prepared uh, for this conversation. I'm just gonna throw up some more Roblox. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> I I think that I would just be the type of person who would exercise discretion in their matches. Uh, That's your elevator pitch. D- yeah, I am d- the kind of guy that d- takes a count out win because wins are the most important thing. Yeah, d- discretion is the better part of valor. There you go. D- there we go. More eloquently said. Uh. So maybe I will uh, be more eloquent in describing this next match. Oh God! Please tell me we we said who won that match. John Moxley won that match. John Moxley won okay, that match. We got it. Yeah, we went yeah. off into a weird tangent. Yeah. And speaking of weird tangents, uh, the third match of the evening: Toroyano versus Tetsuya Naito, which was easily the most entertaining match of the night. Um. <laughs> And with the most, I I would say unexpected uh, results. Tell me your thoughts on that match. I, I speaking of a man who will take a count out victory <laughs> because wins matter the most. Based on our conversations last week, I went back and watched a couple of the Kenny Omega Toro Yano Toro Yano. I'm gonna mess it up so many times. Yeah, I, I the... kind of mumbled over it to, <laughs> to hide that I messed it up. Yano Yano Yano. Okay. Some of the Yano matches with Kenny Omega, so I was I was steeped in a little bit of his in his in his thing a little bit more, so I knew what was going on, and I, uh, so that got me really excited for this because I could see how how Naito could pair very well in a comedy match. Um, he he, he his, good he good aloofness. 
is quite perfect. So I liked what so as soon as Naito comes out and Kevin Kelly's talking about how much shit Naito is talking about Yano, I go, Oh, he's going down. This is this is prime in the pump for uh for a for a downfall. <laughs> Uh, so uh, let, let's let's do a G1 climax rewind. Let's go back to let's go back to two years ago. Toru, Yan O, and Kenny Omega. They t- <laughs> Tor- Toru Yano tapes Kenny Omega's legs together. <laughs> and and now he he's just hopping around and doesn't know what to do, and eventually oh, he gets he comes up with something. Yeah, uh, yeah. He he gets uh he gets Yan no, and God man, it's hard. It's really hard. He gets him into a compromise position and tapes his legs together, and now they're they're hopping around. They're they're doing Irish whips, but then they're <laughs> they're, they're they're still selling it, but they're hopping. <laughs> And it was ridiculous. Mm. Fast forward to last year. First, first thing Yano does immediately takes off all the turn, <laughs> all the turnbuckle pads, <laughs> and, and then they they have a pillow fight with the turnbuckle pads, which was mm-hmm. hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and my my favorite thing, he he stacks the pads in the middle, and then he he, he does he, he super he, yeah he suplexes him or whatever into the thing, and I was like, I was like, please. Please do exactly what I hope this is gonna do. Did you want him to sell it, or did you want him I, to play it soft? Because I, I couldn't make up my mind. I was like, please, please be like, oh, that didn't do anything. Pillows. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, please, please sell it like that, and he and he did. I I would have loved it if he uh, sold it as painful. <laughs> but it's it it it, it was padding so to was, me <laughs> it was great so when he immediately goes over goes over to a corner to start ripping off a, a turnbuckle mm-hmm. pad i was like all right that is going to be good mm-hmm. uh so uh re- refresh me again uh tell me some more about that match okay so part of the the the, the foreplay leading into it is is Naito and dressing and so he's Slowly taking off his clothes and opts to keep his shirt on. So Yano <laughs> decides, well, if he's going to keep his shirt on, then he's going to body shame himself and, and put his shirt back on. So they start the match in the shirts, which pretty quickly turns into a hockey fight with <laughs> Yano pulling everybody's shirt over their head. Oh, God. When he pulled uh... – was it red shoes in that it was match? A red, it was red shoes. Yeah, was when red he shoes. pulled red shoes' shirt over over his face to give Naito a low blow, oh, and then pulled his shirt over his face. But before that, before that, when when Yano I think was about to whip the turnbuckle down on Naito, or the other way around, he had him up over his head, and red shoes comes flying out of nowhere and just rips it out out of the back out of his backswing. And <laughs> red shoes, no sir, red Jordans. He was flying up there. He got some hang time. I. I love I love red shoes, um, and I'll probably talk about it more in the uh, one of these next matches. I I specifically wrote something about red shoes. You know why I can't remember anything about this third match, even though I just watched it a couple hours ago. Mm. It's because all I wrote down for my notes was everything. <laughs> the word everything. Yeah, as in like what's mm-hmm. great about this match. Oh, okay. 
Uh, yeah, you, you thought that'd be helpful. Yeah, I, it, it was not. All you have to do is remember everything. <laughs> and you solved it. Uh, now, it seems like Red Shoes does the Yano matches often. From what I was going back and watching, he was in it every time. And he, his credibility adds a very special element to, to the Yano silliness. I wonder if in time, like I wonder if people who, if anyone's listening to this that has watched years and years of of, of New Japan, is like, okay, yeah, we're you know we're all we've seen Yano, we all enjoy Yano, and we're tired of him, or you know he gets he gets stale on you. I, I hope that doesn't I, happen. I hope I don't ever become that jaded. Uh, I I hope not, and I can't see how. Uh, because I, rewind he changes it up. He changes it up. Rewind back to one year ago with Kenny Omega. The first mm-hmm. thing that he did in that match, which really got it started off strong, was he offered him uh, a free DVD that he was promoting. <laughs> and Kenny Omega took that free DVD and he went to open it to make sure what was inside and it just blasted in the face with powder. <laughs> hey, he should have not opened it once it was leaking powder the entire time. <laughs> but curiosity being what it is. Yeah, I what you got you got to. I mean, that's why they call Kenny Omega Whiskers. <laughs> curious as a cat. <laughs> oh God! All right. Uh, and somehow, uh, Yano got got the win in that match, which was the most surprising thing of the evening to me. I <laughs> I didn't. Uh, as soon as they started explaining that that Naito had lost his first uh matches and years prior mm-hmm. uh it it seems that's gonna be the thing is he's he's gonna start mm-hmm. he's gonna start whipping up on people mm-hmm. very surprised that his only reaction at the end after after he <laughs> lost i because it just looked like he was just gonna start losing it on red shoes <laughs> he just he just reached over and get, gave him that little like open your eyes gimmick thing <laughs> on him. <laughs> i was like oh okay <laughs> In, in a way that was w- way more of a beatdown than actually getting <laughs> getting assaulted. Mm-hmm. Um. Now speaking of an, an assault on all of our senses, this ne- this next match beef. I'm just I'm just calling it match of the night. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we we've got a uh, Tomohiro Ishii versus Jeff Cobb. And man, that that match uh, uh, again. Uh, it 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 took a minute for it to. I thought that first match was hitty. This was mm-hmm. like a really like like super like a strong style match. It, it, it was it was a very very much strong style match um, when it when it started and uh, oh, just so many chops. This match was so hitty that when you called the first match of the night hitty, I I go, I don't remember that. The only thing I could ever remember involving one man striking another is this match. This is the only picture in my head anymore. It's just the forearms, the elbows, the headbutts, the chops, and the punches. Oh. This was a uh, this was a beef explosion, and I the happiest moment I had actually was at the very beginning once it was once it was kicking off, and I could tell where we were, I was I was hopeful where we were going, and I knew in my head. I will not hear one person say unstoppable force or immovable object. <laughs> That's funny that you mentioned that because as I was walking in here to uh, call you up was right at the uh, wrap up of the, uh, the Brandy Rhodes alley match. Uh, 
uh, Brandy Rhodes called Awesome Kong out just to be out by <laughs> ringside. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the end of the match, after, you know, uh, I don't know if you've been staying abreast of what what the sell in that match was, but there was, there was just this big promo package about how Brandy was basically just sad about being a failed ice skater. <laughs> <laughs> and and it it was it was really it was really sappy and it was just talking about her fears and doubts and blah 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 and you know all this nonsense and then uh she just ended up being uh just a dirty fucking heel in that match mm-hmm. it was it was so great so now it's i was like oh god this this promo package is awful but now <laughs> in retrospect it was fucking brilliant cuz that, <laughs> that was the plan for it and uh they called <clears throat> At the end of the match, Aja Kong came out, and then Awesome Kong was all like, "I'm Kongier than you." Yeah, and to be fair to you, nobody said a movable object meets irresistible force because Jr. blew that line and said a movable force meets irresistible object. (laughs) (laughs) And we're we're not perfect. Makes changes. We're, we're, I'm sorry, Jr. No, yeah, nobody's perfect, but I <laughs> just to to your point. Th- yeah, thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad nobody else said that either. <laughs> uh, things that I liked about in this match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything. Just, did you write down everything again? Oh uh, no, this time I actually wrote everything down. Okay. Uh, and so the first the first volley of uh, just. Tomohiro Ishii being mm-hmm. in the corner and yes. uh, Jeff Cobb just blasting him with chops. Yeah. And then uh, they had uh, that, uh, let me show you how it's done type of mm-hmm. moment. And then he just blasted the shit out of Jeff Cobb with chops. It was, it was insane. When he was in the corner, right? Oh, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. It was, it yeah, was so I, great. I, yeah. None, none of those, none of those looked weak at all. They were all, there was like 15 hard ass hits. Um, it was it was fantastic, and I love it because, like, like the greatest suspension of disbelief that I have to to hold when I'm when I'm watching a wrestling match is usually on like the punches because they you know most people probably the same way. That's where those are the things that look the least, uh, look the the lightest and and most fake. Shane McMahon, I'm looking at you. Dean Ambrose, also <laughs> looking at you sometimes. <laughs> but like, I never even had to think about it, man, because they were they were just connecting. It was. Fucking good! Oh, it was, it was vicious, and, brutal hits. And Jeff Cobb just—he just couldn't seem to knock Tomohiro Ishii down. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, I've—I've I've got a theory as to why he couldn't do that. It's just those tiny arms. <sighs> it's those tiny little arms that are just stapled onto that barrel can of a body. <laughs> and, and you know what? It's so I—I—I I re- I reviewed the footage. Okay. And it's it's not that his arms are tiny; it's just that his his body yes, is so it's just, it's, so big. It, it's when he's standing in profile, and you see his chest and his back both have like two inches. Oh yeah, I mean, he's, the arm. It's when he's when he stands straight at you. He has big arms; like there's no doubt about it. He, it's he's just the he's, rest of him. Is yeah, he's huge. got the twenty four inch barrel pythons, but mm-hmm. you know he's got a seventy inch barrel chest. chest. <laughs> 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 fucking nuts! Oh my god. <laughs> uh. Yeah, but Ishii just hit him harder, and yeah, Cobb was always yeah couldn't couldn't hit as hard, and Ishii withstood it. And, Cobb and started to wilt a little bit. Uh, uh, Cobb, Cobb made Ishii look so so strong in that match. Oh, so good. 
Yeah, like, absolutely. He 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 made him look so strong, and mm-hmm. then he made himself look strong when he <laughs> fucking suplexed Jeff Cobb, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh right. And then like it turned into a fucking wrestling match after that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. holy crap, this is great. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. And I, so so Cobb hit the super kick at one point. I'd been thinking earlier in the in the match or in the show. They don't really do a lot of super kicks unless the Young Bucks are around, which they're not anymore. And I like not seeing as many of those, but Cobb broke the streak there through the super kick. But it gave me the idea that I like Cobb of having the weakness of occasionally thinking he's a little guy and doing all the the jumpy moves like he was doing the the standing moonsault backflip and like I like that to be a weakness where he constantly has to overcome and remember that he's a very very giant man <laughs> and he needs to keep hitting people and occasionally uh, and stop getting himself into trouble by like trying to shooting star press people I you know what I would agree with you if it weren't for the fact that he is able to do those moves so no, well I know but I just want to make him I want to make it a flaw uh, hey, because his, his tiny arms have convinced him that he's a small man. <laughs> oh my Trapped god! Trapped in a large man's body. I I, I will say, I'll, I'll say what that that match did a very good job of was uh, luring me into a false sense of security mm-hmm. that Jeff Cobb is not crazy athletic, mm-hmm. and I always like any time I watch it, like because I the first time I saw Jeff Cobb was w- with you. Uh, mm-hmm. at, at fighter fest, not, you know, not obviously not this one that just happened, but last year. Mm-hmm. And I was can like, can I just say something really quick? Yeah. He was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Remember he, uh, he, he, he did a, uh, a, a stand up, you know, like stand on the pin guy and like flex his muscles and got a one count. And then I screamed oh, very loudly. That was three. That I remember that. <laughs> that was your best one, one liner of the night. Uh, yeah. Uh, he, and then, and then he starts doing some suplexes. Okay. Uh, th- that he did that stall superplex, and mm-hmm. I was like, "That's goddamn impressive." Oh yeah, he was he was just hanging up there. It was so crazy. And, and uh, I, again with him, you know, making Ishii look strong. Mm-hmm. When uh. He got he got blasted with that lariat and just fucking turned exploded. inside out. He yeah, exploded. Yeah, I was just like, this this match is nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a, that was a, a clothesline from the home for infinite losers. <laughs> and um, yeah, Ishii won that match. Uh, it it was man. That ma- that match was just great. Uh, any mm. any anything else you could think of in that match? It was just it was just so damn good. Uh, I, everyone got ice packs. Yeah. Oh God, please. These boys <laughs> need it. Black and blue all over. No, it's. I, I think we said it all. This was just a great match from start to finish. Awesome hitting, and then occasionally sprinkled in some wrestling in there too. And uh, so so now we got our uh, our final match, which is a. Uh, Jay Waito versus this man, Hiroki Goto. And I'm gonna play the theme music from Goto. <laughs> and maybe I'll play it every time that I, every time that I uh, mention his name, maybe I'll play it. Who knows? <laughs> See how you feel. Speaking of feel, how do you feel about Jay White's beard? I I wish he'd re-dye his hair. Cause <laughs> it, it's 
I saw it. I I haven't. I didn't even notice he had a beard. Honestly, the I, green I kept, makes the green I, in his hair makes me think my TV's broken. Yeah, it, it's it makes me think that he hasn't uh, gotten a chance to uh, touch you know touch it up very very much too lately. <laughs> it's that road life. It's such a fluffy beard compared to with his like very stringy, slimy hair. <laughs> he needs it because God, he looks like a fucking baby without it. So he has to have it, but not a tough guy beard either. Yeah, no, no. But but then again, you know, he is a I don't know so much that he's a tough guy, but he's definitely a really good shit talker. He talks yes. so much smack in this match and I I loved every bit of it. Mm-hmm. The, the, I mean like right right when he right when he came out and you know it is like no no no, no. I'm going to I'm going to dictate the pace of this match and the first mm-hmm. thing I'm going to do is I'm going to get this chair. And the first thing I'm going to do with this chair is sit out in the audience so Gato has a place to sit because I'm not going to need him to interfere for me in this match because this is a joke to me. <laughs> I'd like to add, too, that on the list of cheap heat, uh, so you've got insulting the crowd, you've got making fun of the local sports teams. I'd like to add, uh, wear a Kangle because nobody who wears a Kangle looks like a good guy. <laughs> so, oh, man. Gato, brilliant bastard. Uh, this and he he was just uh that that whole match just just talking smack, uh, slap slapping slapping Goto around a bunch, mm-hmm. uh, just just doing just doing a lot of stuff that was mm-hmm. just just very very good heelishness. Um, red shoes really shined in that match. I'll remind you what Red Shoes did because you sound like you don't know where he I'm got going with this. Knocked out at some point. That's all I can remember. Please, please refresh me. Uh, what What happened was uh, he he just did a whole bunch of he was he was doing a whole bunch of just like heelish, distracting the referee. Blah 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 blah. He did all mm-hmm. that. he he was whooping him up on the outside of the ring, and then he 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 brought him back into the ring and then pinned him. And then Red Shoes is like, I'm not fucking counting that. I'm not counting that. <laughs> It's like fucking wrestle a wrestling match. Like I'm not taking your bullshit right now. Mm-hmm. Like wrestle a wrestling match, then maybe I'll get down and start oh, counting yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that was great. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I like I like the discretion that is given to the referees. Yeah, that's uh, one one thing that happened one time that I really liked. I I don't remember what match it was. It, it was just a random match that I've seen. Uh, mm-hmm. Someone was just getting in the referee's face the the mm-hmm. whole match, and then he got into a pin, and the ref gave him a fast count. And he's like, "You don't want me to do that again? You fucking play by the rules." And I, that's what refs. I I like I like that about their referees. Like they yes. they won't take their bullshit, and they allow an occasional rock bottom through a table, <laughs> which we all want. There was there was a good. You know what? What. Let's just talk about that that Uranagi through the through the table, because um, there was there was a big reversal dance, and I was like, okay, he's gonna do the uh, he's gonna do the uh, the power bond through the table. Oh nope, he's gonna do the reversal and the back body drop. Yeah. And then there was a, a bit of a kerfuffle, and I was like, oh, I don't know what's gonna happen. And then rock bottom through the table. I was like, okay, <laughs> I I can live with that, because it's all, it's always ever one of the two, and. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. it's good that people can bring can bring that move out because it's it's a perfect move for that. Mm-hmm. He didn't ride it all the way through with him 
through the table, but uh, it's probably smarter that way. Yeah, I reckon so. <laughs> uh, and yeah, the uh, the only other thing that I can sort of think about that happened in that match is uh, there. He he was constantly just smacking him around in that match, but there was mm-hmm. one there was one really good slap where he, he yeah. just bitch, bitch slapped him. Yeah, there there was there was some good slapping. Yeah, I know I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. It's I don't know how I how to take in Jay White exactly. His matches are Oh whoops. I, I never remember. <laughs> Sorry, anything. I thought you said Goto. <laughs> <laughs> Goto. I uh I don't wrestling happens I kind of just blank out the matches nothing extremely crazy happens but he's always ahead he's always in the position of, of driving driving the show and at the end he probably wins and not in this case but I just never really have much to say when I'm watching or, or re- relating a, a Jay White match. And in fact, I started daydreaming at one point and was imagining what it would look like if Orange Cassidy was trying to get out of a Blade Runner. <laughs> and that gave me a smile. I often daydream about Orange Cassidy. <laughs> I think I'm going to just start imagining him, just how he would slither out of uh, various moves with hands in pocket. It's so, so indifferent. <laughs> <laughs> so lazy. Okay, uh, so... Uh... Uh, Goto ended up winning that match and now we shall play his theme music in honor of his victory. Goto. Perhaps we can even uh, compose some sort of rap song about him. It's not going to make any sense, but let me give it a try. My name is Goto. I got metal joints. Beat me up and get 15 silver points. That's the best I could come up with. I don't think you made that up. I think you just changed Goto with Goto. Yeah, it feels very much like I just thought of that just now. Oh, okay. So th- that's the that's the end of the uh, the B block action. Um, so to recap, now with two points apiece in the B block, Juice Robinson, John Moxley, Toru Yano somehow, <laughs> uh, Ishii after a grueling match of the night, five electrified Finn Balor heads. That's right, I'm bringing back the old scoring system for some apparent <laughs> reason. And, uh, Goto. Just a little one there. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to be back with more A-Block action after this message from our benevolent sponsors. Alright, Johnny, everything's going to be okay. Help's going to be on the way. Oh, I'm hurt bad. I'm hurt real bad. I don't think they're going to make it in time. Don't worry, Johnny. We're going to get you home to Mama. No. They say everybody dies. I'm dying today. Oh, I just wish I spent more time listening to the Draft Podcast at thedraftpod.com. Oh, I'm dead. Johnny? Johnny? No! Thedraftpod.com. Don't forget to write home to Mama. And we're back to talk more B block action or A block action. I am stupid. <laughs> uh, so uh, we we covered night slash morning three. Uh, got that that one's in the books. Uh, there was some uh, good stuff. What what did you think of night three? Uh, I thought it was it was deserving of its placement of where I watched it on a lazy Sunday afternoon. It felt like uh it felt like a solid wrestling card with some some good matches, but uh, I don't I, I didn't 
Yeah, it felt like one I could take an afternoon nap in the middle of if I had felt so inclined occasionally uh, yeah, pop it, back on. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it was fine. It, it was fine. It was fine. It was, um, it was quality wrestling at its qualityest. Uh, and speaking of something that almost uh, turned into an actual wrestling match, uh, the, <laughs> the, I, I was I was really disappointed in Archer Falle, and not not because anything that happened in the match was like bad as such, but it looked like it was about to start turning into a actual wrestling match, and then mm-hmm. uh, uh, Falle died. Everybody dies. <laughs> Um, but especially Folly. I was, uh, this time I was just, uh, keeping, keeping count of how many times they said everybody dies. Uh, that's four for everybody dies and seven if you count the every young lion dies remix. <laughs> even Kelly, even Kevin Kelly got in on the action and, and had to admit that indeed everybody dies. <laughs> I, I felt like Kevin Kelly kind of like had the, uh, the same opinion of the night. It just, it's just like it's like three nights in. He's like, all right, time to start having fun with it. I just felt like many of his asides of things that he that he said while he was calling commentary were funny. Uh, the, the, even on that match in particular, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, Archer, Archer takes out all the young lions. Uh, don't worry, <laughs> we'll grow more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I did like that. I, I, I like that immediately he just blasts every single young lion, like every single one, like went all the way around the ring and, and did that. <laughs> uh, so I, 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 you know, if this match had turned into an actual match, I thought it would have been really good. Um, mm-hmm. it was, it was decent for what it was. I mean, it was, we knew it was going to be pretty, pretty hossy, but there was some good yeah. stuff in there. What did you like about it? Well, they were, they were going for a little while with the, with the hossy beat down, taking their times. It, they, not bad hits, not bad moves. Just you know, they're hosses. They go a little bit slower, so it takes a little bit to get into it sometimes. Um, but thank God for the lack of DQs, so that Archer could get whipped into a pile of empty chairs. <laughs> uh, I I like that. I liked when uh, when Jado yes j- just. <laughs> He just no sold the kendo. It's not even that he no sold it, but like he just hit it and just had that look of like, what is this insignificant fly that just landed on my back? Well, I like when he uh, he interrupted the uh, the old school. So I thought they, that one was especially <laughs> for you. Yeah, that was uh, I my notes say thank God rope walk broken up by Jado. <laughs> oh, I was getting ready to like either count the turnbuckles or count how many seconds he was walking so that I could quantify it for you to express how this is better than old school tightrope walking. And, and, and I didn't get the opportunity because kendo sticks. And while I I did lambast Kevin Kelly for talking about Archer's physical prowess to be able to walk around the ring ropes, <laughs> I did realize that there was maybe something to it because when like Folly went up to to do the same thing, they're like, "Oh, Folly!" I was like, "Oh man, that'd be so funny if Folly <laughs> got up and did it." Like, and then I was like, "Oh, he probably can't do that." <laughs> <laughs> he could barely walk with him on the ground. He, was, <laughs> he looked like he was struggling more than Archer was. Yeah, uh, he. Uh, yeah, Archer looked really strong in that match. Uh, yeah, he did. He had that springboard cross body uh, off the turnbuckle that looked really good, and then fought, right before Folly did the superplex. Uh, so yeah, that was when that was when it started getting a little wrestly. Yeah, that that's that superplex was so nasty too. Like mm-hmm. that, it's mm-hmm. he, Rocky Romero was a uh, 
maybe exaggerating just a little bit about how like how much it shook the ring but it yeah. it shook yeah. the ring pretty pretty hard and i was like that that's impressive yeah. yeah that was a good move um i am i'm a fan of that derailer move um i've yes. i've seen other people do it um uh, it, it's god folly's just like so big like he he had his work cut out for him so i mean like mm-hmm. even though it didn't have that desired effect of like oh my momentum in midair is completely changed it was still just like a nasty little tackle and yeah I, I do i do like that move yeah he took it well it looked that one looked that looked like a mighty blow and uh then you know it was time for everybody to die with the everybody dies lock I didn't, I didn't. Didn't know that was the name. I thought it was just the claw. Uh, yeah, the it's uh, the the EBD. Today it was the EBD claw. Yeah, and uh, and it's the worst name, and I love it. <laughs> Archer uh, is like catapulting up my uh my my top ten list like fast. Yeah, I mean, for yeah. nothing to do with what he's actually doing in the ring. Uh, th- this and time my name was on his left knee this time. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was so just about to say that. Sponsored by me. <laughs> Uh, and, and he, it, he ended up winning that match. Yeah, it looks like he'll probably, I was thinking maybe this is going to tell us who's going to be the big guy that does well in the tournament, probably falls short, but actually makes some noise, and who's going to be the big big guy who's just fodder for everybody else to get their wins. And uh, maybe maybe this is starting to be bad news for, for bad luck. Yeah. Bad times. Bad times. Bad showing. <laughs> uh, th- so... Yeah, so there's that. That's that's now two wins for Archer. So uh, good, good for him. I yeah. yeah, I I reckon the same thing. He'll probably be that guy that gets clowned right at the end, and then mm-hmm. hope hope hopefully. Let, let well, let's see who's in the A block. Who'd be a really good person? That, Yano, Yano's not here. <laughs> who'd be a good person to, like clown him right at the end, and then go and then go into like a a, a proper a proper feud with. Maybe Tanahashi. Hmm. I I could be evil? into that. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, evil uh, evil would be good too. Um, yeah, I've 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 got some I got some things to say about evil. I'm okay. I'm kind of still formulating my my opinion about evil. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a work in progress too. Uh, so next match, Sonata Osprey, um, Paradise Lock is is the, there we go. Is the yeah. name of that pre- that pretzel lock thing. <laughs> um and i i liked i liked that osprey made made the attempt and, and then couldn't get it done mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i i love will osprey man i know <laughs> it it's i i think you almost have to like grade his matches a, a little differently mm-hmm. and it, it's i i think these guys sort of have like the uh the matches seem to have this flow of what two people do we have and now they're going to they're going to do their their opening volleys which is going to be whatever it is so mm-hmm. for you know Osprey it's going to be high flying low scoring and ties you bet uh and and then eventually it's like all right now let's start having a wrestling match and i i think comparatively like his 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 opening his opening stuff is just like it, it's it's flashy, yeah. So it, it's it's hard to be like, uh, you know, is it just a spot fest or is it whatever? Is it is it balanced? I, it's, I, yeah, do you do you agree or disagree? 
I think you're right on the way like the matches kind of get got, get scheduled out. Um, each guy, yeah, each guy gets to show his stuff a little bit. Maybe we've got the one of the break situations kind of tell us maybe where this match is going to be going, mm-hmm. uh, what the general tone is going to be or something like that. But t- so yeah, some of these they take take their time to to get going into a into a match proper. I think a couple of the matches tonight, uh, the couple of later ones were like that, and. With Osprey, that that's the thing that was like his his opening moves are always a hook for me. So like I'm just I'm I'm invested. I'm locked in as soon as as soon as he starts doing his little his little dance thing. Uh yeah. So say, samezies. Was there uh, any any noticeable uh or uh, uh, uh oh my god I can't read or write or talk or speak or sing. <laughs> Um, well, I learned something. I learned something, or at least I was assured of something that, like, clearly every move hurts more if you add a flip in front of it. Um, <laughs> a kicks, a slaps, any, anything, anything's better. I love, I love Osprey's hook kick. I was lamenting oh, yeah, that baby. I didn't want to see too many super kicks anymore. I want to see those go a little bit more spread out. And I make the exception for the hook kick because that is enough of a, a twist on it, and it. It he, all, he hits it square every time. Yeah, it always looks it really good. Always looks so good, and sounds good. Um, I I thought that that this match, what, uh, Sonata and Osprey work so well together. That that was that was the thing with this match is just like they they just understand each other and they're yeah. they're really good at working each other. Yeah, it seems like Sonata's. Good. Okay, I'm basing this off of like three matches. It seems like he's good at working with everybody. He did the Zack Sabre Jr. match and and fit to his style and got real technical and real nitty gritty with him. Obviously, that's part of his repertoire, but really focused on it. And this match, a uh, lot more high energy bouncing around, and he just keeps up with that too, and and kind of plays that he plays your style and and does it almost as well, bringing his own little flair. It. I, I wonder if he's gonna get all big and bulky and hoss up when he's when he's fighting Archer later on. <laughs> been taking protein he's been he he's been eating the, out big the, boots the, he's been eating the okada beef bowls but before oh, archer no, please i can't wait to get to <laughs> okada beef bowls uh I, there there are a couple spots in that match that that were uh worth worth mention that that, mm-hmm. that drop he like drop kicked will osprey in the knee and like Osprey just sold the shit out of it like it, it was so dirty looking like he he like he drop kicked him in the knee and like Osprey was running like full speed, and he just like f- like flipped into it, mm-hmm. and uh, that was really good. Um, more more Kevin Kelly shooting star press. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Give uh, him some credit for it. I go ahead. Uh, you know what? I kind of lost where I was going with that. Yeah, yeah. One I mean... word in. One word in. I lost my way. Please proceed. <laughs> And then I wrote something else that I can't read. Reversals for the <laughs> Oh yeah. That was okay, now I remember. Uh when they started getting in that sequence of uh reversals where uh, Sanai was trying to hit that TKO. Uh, that was oh, that yeah. was really great. Yeah, where they're just climbing on each other. That one looked really cool and it was it, some of those looked like they were almost legitimately messing up like, "Oh shit, I dropped you," but it just kind of was seamlessly sliding into the next thing and even if any of those were mistakes or drops, which I don't think they probably weren't, knowing how good these guys are at this. It, but either way, like they it's like good save. You quickly move that into some sort of an arm lock and then you got lifted right back up for a, for another another TKO. Yeah, re- rolled rolled him back into it. Like he never yeah. he never let him go the whole time, which was pretty No, great. it was that was a really cool exchange. And that was a, uh, I don't know who it was a win for. I probably should that have written was, that down. <laughs> that was a win for uh, Osprey. 
Yeah, it was a win for Osprey. So uh, Osprey's on the board. Yeah. Hit him with uh, the Stormbreaker. By the way, he has, I think I'm going to try to keep track of it, but he's got more named capital letter moves uh, than anybody else. I got the Stormbreaker, the Oscutter, the Hidden Blade, the Robinson Special, um, the the thing that's like a phenomenal forearm. Kevin Kelly said that had a name. I can't remember what it was. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got, we got five easy named moves, and I'm sh- I think I missed two more. Uh, so like that just fits the guys the guys so perfectly. Just way over flashy, extra posing, extra drama, extra names. Uh yeah. He he even uh, he even does the uh, the old ricochet fake fake out back handspring <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. into the superhero landing. Yeah. Uh yeah. So that that one was good. Uh, Osprey yeah. on on the board now, which is you know I I would like to pin my hopes to him. Yeah, you know what? I would like I would like to see Osprey win this block against Archer. Oh, I'd love that. Um, th- I'm all th- in, Osprey. That I I think that'd be a good a good final a good mm. final matchup for that. Um, so there are a lot of reverses in that match, but not so many as in the next match, which was Okada and ZSJ. <laughs> <laughs> I so I didn't have so many notes about this one, but what I have to say about it is just I think this might have been my match of the night. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. literally has a reversal for anything that you can throw at him, (laughs) and it's 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 insane. Like, and it's usually gonna be an octopus. His oh god, I love somehow it will end up in some variation of an octopus. Octopus flying octopus front side, backside. Just, <laughs> he he's he's just so like every just fucking everything, and it's like o- Okada can just yeah. You know, Okada was just firing you know you know the usual Okada stuff at him, but it was just he he didn't o- Okada didn't really get him until right to the end, where it's like all right enough playing around, let's you know get this. Let's get this match wrapped up because I got, mm. you know, I got to have my post-match beef bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate learning the inside scoop that his secret, his secret weapon is the uh, is the beef bowl. I don't know if you've watched uh, Yuri on Ice uh, figure skating anime. Weird. I, he uses I'll, I'll for his <laughs> his inspiration for passionate love is a pork cutlet bowl. So I immediately <laughs> thought of that. It fits if it's uh, Okada being a big goofball. It looks like uh, behind the scenes, too. Uh, Japan's so delightfully weird. So weird. Uh, yo, Zach. When when Zach had him in like that tri- triple stack of, of of holds, it, it grabbing him in various different ways. Uh, face, arm, leg. It just was like adding and stacking extra extra holds on top of each other was was great. And then he got up and started doing a uh, condescending boot slaps. Yeah. Which don't don't anger the beast. Don't get the storm clouds out. Uh, he that. That banana split, man, just mm-hmm. looked so good. I was just like, oh, his poor groin. <laughs> I liked when he did the uh, – when, when when Zach did the – it was like a – he got into a bridging pin, but he did it like in a backwards order. Like he had his he had his wrist controlled, and then he slid his legs over Okada's legs and then branched up oh, into yeah. a bridge. It, it, yeah. I, I thought he he needed to win the match. One, two, three, fast count right there. That's his because that was such a cool – that was a cool move. Just so smoothly, just slithered into it. It if if pro wrestling had a home run derby, Zack Saber Jr. would win. 
Does that make any sense? Like, maybe maybe you think in how about slam dunk contest? We're just showing off and doing flashy crazy stuff. Well, I mean, a six to one. Are are not? Am I? I mean, like I I mean, yeah, six I, to one. I don't follow. A half a dozen to the other. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. T- tomato, tomato. I've usually had time to say the whole thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the, um, there, there was one other reversal that he did that was really cool. That made me go like, God, this guy has a reversal for everything. Mm-hmm. And it just, Okada went to just throw him up into a flapjack and he just <laughs> re- re- insanely reversed it. I'm like, God damn, this guy is fucking great. He didn't, he did have a, uh, he also had a reversal for the Rainmaker, yeah. but he didn't have a reversal for two Rainmakers. <laughs> it's so just... that, that was the one, that was his only weakness. It was extra rainmakers. <laughs> we we haven't found a cure for thirty seven knife wounds to the back. <laughs> We're up to thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Uh, I just I just imagine imagine it if every time Stone Cold picked them right back up and then hit their limp body with another <laughs> setup kick and a stunner. It's just absurd. Yeah. And by all accounts, it's supposed to be like a pretty strong move that, uh, you know, against lesser foes is one hit and they're out for good. You don't kick out. Yeah. And this is this is kind of a problem that I feel like I've just had with, with another move <laughs> with, with pro wrestling in general is they like Will Ospreay has so many, so many named moves. Mm-hmm. And it's like they were probably all at one point finishing maneuvers. And yeah. then they just sort of get added into the repertoire, which is like mm-hmm. uh, y- young bucks have had that same kind of moves uh, move set mm-hmm. where like everything that you see in their thing is like at some point it was like a, a like an impressive looking finisher. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just like if if people have finishers, I I really feel like they have to milk the fact that the finisher will get the job done against any mm-hmm. you know. At mo- most people, mm-hmm. unless it's like main event of mania type caliber match, which is like yeah. the only time uh, th- that would be like the only time where it's like, oh my god, the Rock kicked out a two Rock or two Stone Cold Stunners, like, mm-hmm. like, like that kind of stuff. I just feel like the the, the finishing maneuvers are sort of losing their their potency. Yeah, the, the, the protections aren't there for for most people. On finishers, yeah, I don't. I miss. I feel like I missed that too. If that was, if that really was a time, and I'm not remembering incorrectly, where yeah, one was like, I think he's gonna win now. He hit his move first, and then there were other ways to get to show some some close calls with superplex, like you know various more right. universal moves. Yeah. Um. Yeah, John John Cena's uh, John Cena comes to mind in that of just like. Uh, well, wow, God, what's his fucking finisher? I haven't. A- AA. Yeah, the the AA. Like I've seen him put five AAs down in a match. Like it's it's ludicrous. Yeah, like, it's not. It's almost like not even a finishing maneuver. Yeah, it's it's like your mid level move. But but then one it's of the wrestling from the one of the old games. But then it's, it's your like people's elbow. Yeah, it's but, like it's not gonna finish anybody. It's just your flashy. We're almost there. Maneuver. Well, actually, that the, the Rock's finishing maneuver is the people's elbow. Now he uses the rock bottom, and then people's elbow one, two, three is how his matches usually, which is you know whatever. I, I guess that was the way it was always destined to go. <laughs> if we're gonna, if we're just gonna be playing the greatest hits album, yeah. Um, 
I I mean, you know, sure, make it a mid-level move, but then don't do like five of them and then finish them <laughs> on it. Like that that just seems weird. Yeah, uh, that's that's why that's why I feel the way I do about the super kick. Same same story. That used to be, that used to be a pretty powerful move. That Stone Cold says the same thing about the DDT. Yeah. Well, uh, well guess what? Yeah. We're over it now. He's dead. We're not. <laughs> uh. Uh, another win for Okada. So he's up to four yep. points now, and now Zack Saber Jr. joins the uh, League of Losers along with fellow uh, losers. Yeah, Abushi and Tana. Those guys haven't accomplished anything. Yeah, spo- spoiler alert. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Abushi didn't didn't win this uh, main event match. All uh, right. E- Evil and Abushi. Mm-hmm. Um. So like. Evil's definitely got that. He almost has that Haas like bruise, bruiser type of style until he until the match proper starts, and then it's like he he's more of like a strong style wrestler. It seems like yeah, he's a breeze bruiser weight, like uh, a smaller version of like Ishi or of Cobb. Like he's there to brawl. I I, I, I feel like brawling is is a different person than a, than a hoss or a monster. Okay, okay. Yeah. That, that, that makes sense. I can, I could subscribe to that. And, 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 yeah, it involves grabbing you and, and some, some suplex in you and throwing you around and also land, land some hands on you. Cause, Cause even then, like it, it, I can't really remember anything specifically that he did in that mat, like in that match as far as just like ma- maneuvers or anything like that. But mm-hmm. when he, when, when the crowd started to get fired up and like he was fired up a little bit and then he starts, you know, like he starts doing moves really fast and they look mm-hmm. really fucking good. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just like uh, punch, punch lariat or like, or like mm-hmm. spin around and do a lariat or whatever. And it's like that, like he does that shit so fast and it looks really fucking good, which mm-hmm. is, uh, going up against someone like Abushi, who you know definitely has some has some flashy moves in in the arsenal. Yeah. Uh, and again, it seems like they like Abushi got kind of kept under control and wasn't able to show up as much of his flashiness. He did have some. It, God, he's he's so explosive. It's just like he's he's so chiseled. He looks like he's a big slow stone guy, but he is just like made out of coiled wires and just bounces up. Runs to the turnbuckle, gets up high so fast. Like, that dude just crazy athlete. Uh, I liked when Evil grabbed Ibushi's leg, threw it to Red Shoes, and then kicked Ibushi, like, in the groin. Mm-hmm. That was a good move. That, that's a very <laughs> evil move. I, 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 always... like, I like using Red Shoes as a prop. Red Shoes is a great prop, too, because he always, like, he's always like, what's going on here? <laughs> like, he's always, like, so surprised that something weird happens. Uh, yeah, he's the neighbor from, like, a, an 80s sitcom or something. <laughs> what's uh, going on, guys? The, there was, uh, they, they got to that part to where they were uh, trading suplexes, and that was really great, and then they started mm-hmm. trading clotheslines, and, like, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's where Evil really started to kick it into another gear. And yeah. uh, evil did evil did get the uh, win on that match, which is uh too too bad for Ibushi. Uh, not yeah. not in a good spot now. No, he was my pick out of A block. Yeah, no no wins out of A block. But I'm feeling I, real dumb. You know what? This A block is so like there's so many good people in it. Even mm-hmm. even with the people who aren't good, like they've you know su- surprised us. They're not bad. <laughs> I I didn't I didn't think Archer was gonna be climbing up at anyone anyone's list. Like yeah, 
it, it was certainly like we'll, we'll see what happens. But now maybe I I kind of want to see him work some of these other people and you know see see something fun happen. Yeah, he hasn't had he hasn't faced the stiffest competition yet with just a a super junior and a and an older an older hoss. So, so we'll see we'll see. But yeah, he's good good start for him. Surprising. Um, yeah, when Evil finished him off with that clothesline headbutt clothesline combo, those oh man, all three of those hits were just came they landed square those were those are awesome so glad i'm glad evil got the win after that that was a good little sequence uh kevin kelly was at it again this time he wasn't uh wasn't being flippant so much as a poetic when he when they both guys were up on the turnbuckle for some sort of uh superplex of some sort only the cerulean blue beneath them (laughs) and ads kevin lots and lots of ads (laughs) but uh, it was quite a beautiful line I I have to imagine like I I wonder I I wonder if like his audience is immaterial to him or not <laughs> like especially especially on something like night three of the G one climax like is anyone watching this live to, <laughs> I think like, he felt like we felt did, yeah I I mean it's you know I I got to do fifteen more of these fucking things. Yeah, the rigor the rigors are becoming apparent. I wasn't sure how this was gonna go, but yeah, in in the interest of trying to be timely for this for this podcast, uh, yeah. Oh man, this is. I wonder how they feel. They're actually doing something. Yeah, they have they have to sit through the opening matches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm at the actual wrestlers, but yeah, Kevin Kelly too. <laughs> okay. Whoops. Came at- oh. <laughs> these are all valid points. Okay, and I lied. That wasn't the main event. The actual no, it was a co-main. Everyone, I thought the top two. It's co-main eventing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Main event one out of the two main events. <laughs> oh, delightfully devilish. Uh, the main event and the only main event because it's the last one. Uh, Tanahashi and Kenta. Uh, I didn't. I didn't write down a lot for this, but uh, what? What did? What did? What did you like about it? What do you think? I think. I think some of my notes are a little bit more random, so let's see if I can remember anything. Uh, it just Kenta being a dick was was pretty much my my main takeaway. Um, hit him hit him with a DDT. Was he the one who took someone took a DDT outside on the concrete? Oh well, yeah. There's no protective mats there. It's the hardest part of the arena. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was that was a good DDT. Yeah, he uh, yeah the clean break. He slapped him in the face. He broke up the the riffing on the air guitar. <laughs> no, no tasty jams. Did the uh, he did the the fake out stomp, kick you with the back of my foot. Yeah, I do. I Move do. That we, we enjoy so much. I, I I do like that, but I hope the next person that he goes uh, goes against uh, do, doesn't let him have it. I yeah, somebody at some point is going to to take care of this. I'm looking at you, Lance Archer. <laughs> Those are my pants you're wearing, and I demand <laughs> results. I want to see him in action. Yeah, he was just he was just constantly taking to him both disrespectfully and then just grinding him down. It seemed like uh, never gave him a chance. Oh, I like I like the vintage Kenta DDT from the ropes. Dole baby, hang, draped draping DDT or hang, hanging DDT or they, they called it something different. They called it a couple things. Yeah, I, hanging. I, 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 they didn't say draping, and I like I always anytime they say I think the second time you said draping. Any anytime someone says draping DDT, I always. Uh, think of meat drapes from Slam and Salmon, 
And I, I, this doesn't have anything to do with anything. I just always have a chuckle to myself when I hear it. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a fine match. Mm-hmm. Um, that that match was definitely more more like strong, a very kicky, very kicky uh, Kenta in that match. Yeah, I, I just, I don't think Kenta's my cup of tea because I'm not the biggest fan of a striker that kind of. Yeah. I don't feel like there's that much new stuff you can bring to the table with it. Yeah. And I feel like I got spoiled maybe by Shinsuke. Because he just seems to do it better. I don't find Kenta intimidating behind those mean kicks. I don't know I don't know why. You know, it, it may just only have to do with the fact that Shinsuke is such a big dude. Well, like, yeah. I didn't realize how big Shinsuke was. On, like, he's... I, not not like uh not like AJ Styles is is the biggest mm-hmm. dude in the world, but I mean like he's bigger than AJ Styles. Like mm-hmm. he's you know he's got a good couple of inches on AJ Styles. He's a, he's a big guy. He's like six seven or something. He's a fucking big yeah. Dude. And his his arms and legs are, are are lanky and not not thin, but like you know they're like big old long. You see him get the they get that whip on him as he's flipping around with a kick or something. Like you could get him generating a bunch of get some mad torque on that. Well, I mean, he is—he's the king of strong style, right? It's so. not fair to compare, but I—I I, I found Hideo Itami, Hideo Itami, underwhelming when I saw him in NXT. Like the one time he was there, yeah, yeah, um, he didn't—he didn't get to do much. So, like, maybe that was the case there. But uh, I, this guy, it's just hey, not everyone for everybody. So maybe, maybe this is somebody I'm never going to find his matches terribly exciting. And you know what, too, I don't—I don't like go to sleep. I don't like that. I didn't like CM Punk. I don't—I don't like that move that much. It just never seems like it lands. With the, impact, yeah. Even on its best days, it seems. I just like, oh, I guess he's gonna. I guess he's out now. <laughs> just kind of fell. Yeah, it, it's it's also. Uh, I I think a lot of the onus on that one is is on the guy actually doing it. So if you've, you know, you're gonna he's gonna do a a GTS on fucking bad luck folly. It's gonna look horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, like I would I would just. When when they end up matching up, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even bother with it. I've just yeah. let Bad Luck Folly beat you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Tanahashi's a good size. He's a good normal sized person. And uh, what was it, Abushi last week? And yeah, I mean, even just going back, even going back, and when I was watching a bunch of CM Punk matches, like it just I don't know it. it it just doesn't have that punch behind it to me. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's whatever. That's personal preference. It, it's, it's got a good it's name. Finisher. It's got a it good does. name. That's, and that's why I think it makes me sad. And that's why I hold such a grudge against it. Because it's got a great name. And you get to do the little sleepy time pose. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, when you hit it, go to sleep! Like, it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's... There's a lot there. Yeah. Except a good knee to the face. Yeah. That's usually not there. But I, I'm, I mean, it, it's... These are the things that bother me. Yeah, it, it's just like, what can we, what can we do that's cool from a torture rack, a, a rack bomb? Those, <laughs> those things always look awesome. Yeah. But just like a knee strike, and you, you can't, you just can't beat that Kinshasa or good Nanagoya or whatever they call it when, uh, when yeah, uh, Kamigoya. Yeah, Kamigoya when, uh, yeah, when uh, Ibushi does it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that that match was a. Uh, that match was whatever. Uh, uh, Kenta mm-hmm. ended up winning, which is uh, Tanahashi with no wins. Yeah, I mean, he's it's obviously that last title run was probably the curtain call, and this seems like a 
Uh, he's probably getting put out to pasture eventually. It looks I, like he looks like this hurts a little bit more. I would for think sure. so because he and like this he, might be his send off. Yeah, I mean, like he, you know, was like he hit his stride like ten years ago. So like Ta- like Tanahashi was definitely you know he's one of the uh, yeah. older older guys in the uh, promotion. Yeah, I mean if you've if you've had a match with Mizawa, you've you've been around for a long time. Who's See, Miz- so I don't even know who that is. Yeah, who who's Mizawa? Do you asked? I uh, I watched a very interesting documentary. Uh, he is a he is famous for uh, he was the uh, he's the president of uh, of Noah Wrestling. Okay. Um, he was in all Japan for a long time. Uh, he was basically uh, like if if you took the Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin and a third WWF superstar that was really insanely big and rolled them all into one, like that's how big that guy was. Like okay. that guy that guy was the uh, end all be all of pro wrestling and wrestled way way past his prime. Like he um. Because uh, Noah Noah had these problems with just the uh, there being a, a pre- uh, he he was the president of Noah and they they just had issues and he was like well I'm gonna I'm gonna wrestle like there's got to be a top guy and like just none of these people that we've cultivated are are like getting it done or whatever and you know like people were like really liking him um but like he was he was like super huge through the fucking nineties and at the age of forty four died in the ring. Jeez. He took, he just took some sort of like weird, bu- and like uh-huh. he just, you know, like he, I would presume as the president of a company in Japan and probably having Japanese work ethic to be the top guy in Japan forever, mm-hmm. pr- probably got pretty close to working himself to death and, mm-hmm. you know, like never took time off for injuries and stuff like that. And, uh, eventually, you know, he took, he just he took one weird bump after just like having like so mm-hmm. much neck damage and it just triggered stuff and he just mm-hmm. fucking died right in the ring. Wow, I bet that other guy was over after that. His move's so good it killed a dude. <laughs> Ooh, rest in peace. Oh, okay, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he he was legendary. Um, Tana Tana's had matches with him. Kenna Kenna was uh, his one of his very last uh, title title defenses uh he had against against kenta before he ended up like dropping it or mm-hmm. i don't think kenna got his time i, I don't remember uh, samoa joe in that illustrious company so i like that they mentioned scott norton earlier in the evening i always like remembering that he was uh, apparently a iwgp champion at some point yeah. huge in japan i love i love that and then he went on to great things in the nwob team oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah that's a. Uh, uh, a, a surprising, you know, uh, a, a surprising night, uh, a business as usual night. Let's call it that. Uh, uh, yeah, business, business, good business night. And, Average take home. And I, I imagine, I imagine we're probably going to see more of the same uh, later this m- tomorrow morning. I, t- it's times. I can't tell them. I'm so bad at time. You, you just, just, just say five thirty. It's always five thirty. It's, it's always five thirty. It's five. It's five. Five a.m. at the Hokkaido Sports Center. Um. Yeah. So, uh, as the leaderboard stands, uh, we got Archer in the A block. We got uh Archer four, Fale two, Sonata two, Kenta four, Okada four, Osprey two, Evil two, and Tana Ibushi and Zack Saber Jr. with no points. A really weird A block. Um. 
maybe someone will come back and have a, a glorious run. Probably not. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. May you might you might could tell me. Yeah, I. Yeah, they sure they could. <laughs> you tell me. Anything can happen at New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> Which is code for I don't know what I'm doing. No, that neither neither do I. I the prediction game is is hard enough in 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 real life things and stuff stuff that's scripted even harder. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll be back for uh, for uh, the second uh, the second chunk of B block action. And by we, I mean I. It's probably just gonna be me for the next one. Uh, and it's probably only gonna be thirty minutes. I just. Uh, condense these two shows into one because they were convenient and Bonesaw could be here for them. Yes. You could try recording your own opinions and then playing them back for yourself and then arguing with yourself. <laughs> if you want to pad it out to that full 45 that, that we're probably running around. <laughs> I, do, I don't want to do that. And no one wants to hear that. I don't even want to hear that. And I like hearing myself That's talk. True. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. Well, uh, all right. Uh, that... Uh, that's the uh, wrap-up on this show. Uh, we'll see you soon for next chunk of B-Block action, and uh, maybe Bonesaw might actually be inside a Studio B for the weekend action. Who knows? It could be. It could be. It could be. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>